Well, head bitch. <laughs> Call this meeting to order. <laughs> There's your intro. Well, just head have bitch. It be you saying something funny every time. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's like, why not? Why not? <laughs> Hello, talent. Ta- Did he just call himself the talent? (laughs) (laughs) So, welcome everyone out there in podcast land. Uh, We hope you're out there listening, at least. We had some listeners for our first episode, so now we're on episode number two. Hey, everybody. All right. I am El Presidente, the Mayor Gov, the head guy, the man in charge of this little uh, journey that we're about to take. Sounds like he's his own press secretary at this point. (laughs) It it works that way. So I would like to welcome you all to the second meeting of the Missing Movie Club. Just a group of friends that get together and always talked about how, you know, there's certain movies that some of us have never seen. And uh, we feel that's a shame. So we're all kind of taking turns, picking movies and watching them. It's kind of like an autonomous collective, an anarcho-syndicalist commune. You know, we all take it bi-weekly in turn. I'm sorry. Can I just grab my dictionary? That was, that, that was a $10 word. Oh, come on. I you was like, like, I was going to be so, like, oh, it's the Borg. So the I Borg. Think, like, say something we know. Yeah. Okay, so then I guess everybody, we're going to have to watch Monty Python. <laughs> Holy Grail. You know, where Would they're being oppressed. It? But he says so much so fast, I can well, never okay. catch it yeah. all. Because, you know, he thinks they're an anarcho-syndicalist commune, and his, you know, the other person says, I thought we are an autonomous collective. <laughs> anyway. So, welcome again. Uh, so we're going to get this meeting started. I'm going to gavel it. The movie for this week for our discussion is Trolls, 2016 movie based on the troll dolls from the 70s. I really enjoyed this movie. Esteemed club member that hadn't seen it was Jason. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela and John have, uh, have seen it as well. So uh, that's where we're kind of starting today. Uh, just the basics on the movie itself. It stars Anna Kendrick as Princess Poppy, Justin Timberlake as Branch, Zoe Dashnell as as Bridget, you also have Christine Baranski. If I slaughter your Lady, name, Lady Baranski, yes. we never slaughter her name. Yes, she's, she's like she's a legend. She is. I really. She was uh, one of the recent things she's done is Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. She was Leonard Hofstetter's mother in that. She's also the star of the sequel to The Good Wife, The Good Fight, oh. found on Paramount Plus. All right, <laughs> that's good to know. I also I didn't knew you know also named. <laughs> Uh, you also may know her. She was also in the uh, Grinch Stole Christmas, the one with Jim Carrey. She was the kind of love interest of the Grinch. Did a good uh, job. She was also in both Mamma Mia movies. Oh. Was, yeah, she, was she on Murphy Brown? She was the best friend in one of those uh, shows. She was on uh, Sybil. Sybil. Okay. With, I, I knew, knew I knew same, her. Yeah, yes. Same yes, thing. Yes, yes, Sybil. Yes. Um, and an interesting fact is Gwen Stefani does a voice as well as DJ, but she doesn't say really anything. I think she has like two say, lines. Does she though? Yeah, she has like two lines and I didn't even know she had two lines until we watched it with subtitles on. <laughs> and it said DJ, <laughs> so she does have some lines in that. The great John Cleese plays the King Gristle. Jeffrey Tambor plays King Poppy. You also have Jason's favorite actor, James Corden, <laughs> plays a role, Biggie, um, in the movie. So yeah, we know Jason's feelings on that. Just... They will be well known in a few moments. <laughs> also, Kunal Nayar, um, he was also in Big Bang Theory. He was Raj. Uh, he does Guy Diamond, the glitter troll. Oh, yeah, he does yeah. the voice of Guy Diamond. Nice. Okay. Yep. Okay. Nice. Uh, and actually, one of the directors, uh, Walt Dorn, 
does a few voices as well. The pervy cloud. Uh, yes, actually, he did. He was he was cloud guy. It, is, it was a, a really well rounded cast. I will yeah. say that minus James. I feel like cloud guy should have been Steve Buscemi though. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I, I always see that. thought it was the guy from. Um... Drop Dead Gorgeous. No, Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> I'm just pulled up the first random movie that showed up. Wow. That's a great Such movie. Such an amazing movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. You gotta take a long shot every once in a while. No, I think, yeah, it has to be somebody that can be very lecherous because <laughs> that cloud was a pervert. I thought it was like one of the Flight of the Concord guys or... Oh, no. I can see that. But, yeah. yeah. That is our movie, Trolls. The premise of the movie is that there's a group of beings, I don't know what you wouldn't call them people, known as the Bergens, who find out in their history that eating a troll makes them happy. And in their life, they kind of aren't happy normally. So eating these trolls becomes a tradition, uh, a holiday called Trollstice. And every Trollstice, they go out and eat trolls, <laughs> which is a little dark, honestly. They just kind of eat them live. They don't really cook them or anything either. They just kind of pop them in their mouth. And then one day, King Poppy decides, you know, he's done with that nonsense. So he plans their escape, find a little village away from the Bergens, unfortunately, to be found again later on uh, after Princess Poppy comes of age and hilarity ensues from there comic misadventures of rescuing some of the trolls that have been captured and branch finds kind of his meaning of being a troll again because the trolls are all just normally just very happy creatures uh, they don't really have the sadness even when they're getting eaten surprisingly <laughs> they still just had something to sing about even in their captivity um when they were captured by the bergens so yeah uh, with that i think we give it over to our secretary which this week it is john yes <laughs> roll call real quick so chris is president pamela is vice president this week we have jason in the high exalted position of treasurer yet again <laughs> and I'm the secretary. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so after me is the treasurer with the treasurer's report. We ain't got poop. <laughs> or cupcakes. cupcakes. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. We don't have cupcakes to serve people. Um, We don't got, we don't got anything. Okay. Uh, no, you know, I would love to hear from our listeners if we should start a Patreon for some special bonus content. Because we've got good ideas for Patreon. Yeah. We just need you to pay us for them. <laughs> So, Patreon 101, we don't ever want to be like that. You just want to be more like, give me a dollar. <laughs> it's just a dollar. I've never been more attracted to my wife than I am. <laughs> she, it was. She, Pamela just was like, chills. Pay us. Chills. Anyway, so yeah. I'm going to need a wing dingle or whatever that was. <laughs> I want a wing dingle. I think I had a sarcasm. <laughs> but yeah, if you, uh, if you think that we would be interested in doing a Patreon... Uh, let us know on all of our socials, and uh, you know we'll take it in consideration. It's not something we have to do right away, but we always like to know. All right, that is your. I don't. I don't get a gavel, so there's oh, your treasure report. Anybody, look, I, wow. I, I I decree that anybody is available. You know, if you want to gavel it, gavel it. You just as Ooh. I look to write at John. <laughs> he looked John right in the eye, and he hit that gavel. I did. <laughs> The dictatorship will return in time. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Treasurer Jason. <laughs> Actually, can I throw one thing in sure. real quick? So sure. speaking of socials, just for everybody that's listening that may not have ever gone to our website, which you oh. should, it's missingmovieclub.com. And then also we are on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and the episodes on YouTube as well. So you can comment there if you want. We're a little bit of everywhere, and we'd love to hear from you, even if you want to tell us we suck. Also, if you think there's a movie that the four of us may not have seen, 
Throw some stuff out there. We love a good rando. Yeah. It's a good I, idea. I don't know. That's just my personality, but I love a rando. <laughs> I love some of Yeah. No. Hey, As always... Pamela found out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, what happens that... when you scroll through my phone? <laughs> it's scrolling. That's actually in the frequently asked questions where it just tells says that people can submit one. Oh, I thought you meant it's... that I liked randos. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be added. That's going to be added. I will, I will get that in there before the next episode goes up. <laughs> Jason loves randos. Oh, God, I'm a whore. <laughs> As Pamela found out, scrolling through his phone. Ooh. I just had another sarcasm. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, all right. So we got that. Now we go to our vice president, Pamela. I'm supposed to talk about new business. Do we have any new business? I watched Trolls for the first time. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah! Someday we'll have actual new business. So, yeah. If one of you comments or something, we would love to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Sarah G. She did comment on our trailer and say that she loves practical magic too. So <laughs> we're kind of besties now. Yeah, I yeah. I know I've seen it, but it did not leave an impact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, let's get to the movie at hand. We're gonna go ahead with our trolls discussion. Actually, kind of first off, I with the person that hadn't seen it yet just a brief what were your thoughts because we know you had some big thoughts on the crow so um, kind of what just are your overall thoughts how, how did you like this it? it is a movie that i would watch again oh right Ooh, high I, praise. I, I, I would watch it again i first off i believe i said the word god damn it several <laughs> times throughout the show i, I questioned the rating multiple times <laughs> There's a lot of risque humor, which I appreciate because I don't have kids, but I don't know if people that do have kids appreciated it as much. But I liked it. There was some mild nudity, which was a surprise. <laughs> uh, my note does say violence and orange ass nudity. Yes. And that was in the first eight minutes man. of the Oh, film. yeah. It starts so, off, man. It hits the ground just running. It does. It, doesn't, it does. It, it doesn't give you any chance there to... Was a, uh... There was something that they did that I think was brilliant and I really appreciated. I love that they sped storytelling up by doing the, the scrapbooking... Mm -hmm. yes. which later played into the movie so at the beginning when they do the backstory I hate it when a movie takes too long to get to the backstory like either build into the plot later on where we do a flashback or whatever but doing it up front like that first of all it was super cute animation so you've got the little kids involved and then you've got the parents involved because they're going to have to explain something yeah. to the kid yeah. anyway no. So. Uh, no I think it's one of the gayest movies I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> oh we're going to get to that We, I've got a few thoughts on some of the characters in there and get your oh, take on yes. it to um, see but no I, I really Really, really enjoyed it. I was very surprised. I'm a little harsher on animated movies because of like I like so many Christmas specials and I judge really, really high. And it takes a lot for me to buy an animated movie, but this one I could own. Cool. Yeah. All right. Right. I, I appreciate y'all. Give me something that I did enjoy. <laughs> All right. You know what? I kind of agree that with the, when I heard about Trolls originally, it just was kind of like, uh, there's rehashing that. You yeah. know, it didn't seem like too much. And then I just randomly watched it on like HBO or something one night. And I just, I loved it. I just, I it, it spoke to me. And I think that's kind of where the first discussion I'm going to gonna ask what you guys think. Um, kind of give my theory on it. To me, I'm a kid of the 80s. I was born in 1975, so I'm literally a child of the 80s. You know, I grew up in the 80s. I kind of look at the Bergens as the kids of the 80s. You know, we had that, and the trolls are that happiness that we had during the 80s. You know, the, the toys, the pop, everything that you kind of remember. And then it fades as you get old. 
And as the Bergens get old, and they lost that magic, they lost that feeling of happiness again. And it brings it around that we chase that going all the way, and then it comes back around that the trolls come back into the Bergens' lives in a little different way. You know, they're not eating them to be happy any longer. They're not consuming the trolls as a consumer. You know, we bought the toys, we bought... Now... They're older, and they kind of realize what made them happy about it was the feelings and not necessarily the item. And I think that's where, you know, Generation X now, we're buying all the toys we used to have. We're getting those feelings back. And it, that is an allegory, just for myself, <laughs> that I bring into it, that it, it, it is that, that sense that the Bergens then realize, you know, as they, even the things from their childhood can make them happy again, but not in the same way. Um, I would say it could also be that it's the drugs they used to have back well, then the... that are coming back around, but you take them a different way. Because this movie is very... Ooh. Wow, way to make this real dark. I know, that's what? kind of true. You know, I was, I was speaking of children, you know. Thanks I, uh, a lot, got... Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, again, to your point, her name is Poppy. And uh, <laughs> that is true. Hello. Opiates. You know. Opiates. So. I mean, you can't tell me that people aren't watching this movie on drugs. I would like to. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the Missy Movie Club does not induce, uh, does we not do, support. Um, we do not endro- and, and do, uh, not support endorse. drug addiction. Endorse. Endorse. endorse drug abuse. Any illegal substances? Just say no, kids, remember. Unless it's legal. Nancy Reagan. No, I, I see your point, too. But I, I have to go with Chris. I think, I think um, one, yes, you should probably watch it while you're on drugs because it would be interesting. But <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think that, that's a really beautiful way to look at it. Because as I was, I was born in <clears throat> 79. And um, I'm the only one here actually made in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> made in the 80s. <laughs> but I can see that symbolism there. That's a really interesting way to think about it. That is a good take on it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I support that theory, I think. Hit me right here. <laughs> I never really played with troll dolls when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I got my first one when I was, like, 11 or 12. And he had overalls on. <laughs> and he had pink hair. <laughs> And then they came out with the ones with the jewels in their tummies. I remember those. With so, the gym belly, rub it? Yep. You had to rub the belly for luck? Yep. Yep. So then we had to get some of those. But yeah, my first one had the little overalls. Did you have a large troll collection? I, I only had like four or five. I was poor. <laughs> As we all laugh. <laughs> yeah, poor. poor. No, I never, I never had troll dolls like growing up. I had one, I think, that my sister got me and I... I don't remember the hair color, but it was a treasure troll, but had like a baseball jersey. Oh, yeah. They yeah, did a lot of those with the cross outlets. promotions. That's, yeah. Didn't they make troll action figures, too? Action I feel figures? like there was like a troll action figure. With the stone protectors? Is that what they called yeah, them? It looks like they came out yeah. in the 90s. Good job. Yeah. I remember yeah. I had one Thank of those. Yeah, like, they, they're very He-Man-esque looking. They like, are He-Man-esque, and that's probably why I didn't own one, because I thought it was bullshit. <laughs> I think they were around the same time as like that. Oh, what were the... There was the shark... Yeah, and street and sharks. sharks, street sharks, yeah. and then there's biker mice from Mars. Mars, and yeah, it, that it was be, like yeah. that. This is weird. There was it was a lot of weirdness back then. The 80s, yeah. I mean, the nineties were a little little out there. Yeah, I kind of want so, yeah. one now. So you, your your memory served you well. If anybody wants to get me a stone protector, <laughs> yeah, I had one, but I don't remember buying it. Like I don't know. If Not some that kid army looking one. It's no, it was probably one of those things I like an ant or somebody saw. They oh, yeah. they love. This. I want the one on the rollerblades. On the yeah, he's very like eighties, nineties. I'm down for the rollerblade guy. So anybody. Wants to get car- us a present. I wonder if there was a cartoon of it too. Oh, there might have been. I don't know. Yeah, no. That's a good question. I, there probably was a Trolls cartoon. Like this entire episode was not going to be about the movie The Trolls. Oh, I know. We, yeah, we can't, uh, we, so, what is your take on the movie, Pamela? It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> At least well, you that have was a damn glowing review. <laughs> no, 
it's it's a good movie. It's a happy movie. It's a feel good movie. Like I can't imagine being sad and watching that movie. It just it's like the movie version of the song September. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be unhappy watching this movie. I, I agree. I don't think there's something in it for everyone. Like there's yeah. a character that I think you can relate to regardless of who you are mm-hmm. in it. And yeah, that actually kind of brings us around. I kind of look at it as I, I it does. It makes me feel better. Like, cause you know, dealing with clinical depression and things like that in my own personal life. It, that's a movie that I can watch no matter what I'm kind of feeling. And it kind of just makes me, and that does not going to always make me feel hundred percent better, but it always just kind of does push me up. But the one thing that I kind of question is I prescribe to the thing that there is toxic positivity. Oh, yeah. There are people that, like Poppy in the movie, she's always just so positive. Like, oh, just smile and you'll be happy. And that pisses me off. I, You know, I, I know those people are well-intentioned, but they just don't understand because they're, they've never been a sad day in their life. Because, you know, they won't be sad. You don't need medicine for your depression. Yeah. You just need sunshine yeah. and a positive outlook. Yeah, just, just, oh, don't be a grump. You know, I understand. So in that, when you first think about that, you think of Poppy as that. She's just so positive that it's almost toxic. And Branch comes along and his... You know, his obviously depression, when you watch the movie, you know, his trauma, his, you know, PSTD that he has is has what caused him to kind of be how he is. And I do like, though, that, you know, she needles him, but it's never to the point of being completely annoying about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that then she kind of has that, oh, wait, he's kind of right. Life isn't always the best. You can't always control your feelings in the scene where they're in the pot. You know, she finally comes face to face like, she can't even control her own feeling that she's just you know it's a horrible situation she's in and she's sad about it and then he kind of comes back around and kind of helps her out of that because he knows what it's like you know he watches her leave her color leave and so he understands that and i see that scene as that like he kind of helps her understand that yeah life sucks but even from his point of view he doesn't always feel sad you know it's not always like he's depressed it's just that's who he is and if you kind of watch the animated series and the the second movie and the holiday specials they do build on that which is i do advise anybody that's seen this and you like the movie if you haven't seen all those kind of watch them because they do actually build a little world around that and it's not all just happy endings and you know they do still have conflicts and they still you know branch isn't just happy all of a sudden you know he's still him he's still himself but he's learned how to function and you know get past certain things so i don't know i your guys just take on that as just a mental illness <laughs> role in a kid's movie but you know I, I i do see it i see it as many layers in that yeah like i mean they only work because they are opposite sides of the coin yes like they're both toxic in their own ways yes so when they see the flaws in each other they see the flaws in themselves so Pamela, before i jump in i have nothing to add <laughs> <laughs> Was that? Did it get real deep for you? It got real deep. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> Me either. But sorry. Uh, I, I no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> so I I listen to a lot of different podcasts. There is an amazing podcast um, that honestly I have learned so much about toxic positivity. Just a lot of these things. It's called Maintenance Phase, oh. and it's about the first couple episodes were about how we talk to fat people and that's the word that they use and so i'm embracing that word too because i'm I'm all chubby (laughs) and um how we just tell people we'll just go lose weight Mm. yeah don't be depressed and there's this whole they've talked a lot about this all these self-help books that come out that say oh well just you know think about today being positive being positive isn't always the right choice and i i guess for my take from the movie it was we all go through things 
based on our past traumas. And so I'm going to defend Poppy for a second because I think Poppy is her past trauma was them trying to escape at the beginning of the movie. She was just a baby, right? And they were yeah. like, where's Princess Poppy? Where's she at? Where's she at? And she was scared and then she thought she lost her dad. And so maybe her past trauma is trying to never feel that scared again. And so maybe that's why she's super positive because that's the only thing she can control. Maybe she was out of, was going off on a whole different tangent, but maybe, <laughs> but maybe that's where her mindset comes from is, is we, you all are really close friends with me and you know that I like to have control. I don't feel comfortable when I don't. Uh, I get really freaked out. I get really nervous. I get really upset. And it's just become from past traumas where I didn't have control. And so I, I'm relating to her in that aspect of maybe that's where she's coming from with branch. I just think he's, I get his past trauma, makes him a little more sarcastic, a little more emo. I think we refer to him as emo at some point. So I relate to his, his snarkiness, but I think I relate to Poppy's like, how do I, yeah, there's bad things, but we got to think about the good stuff. How do we do that? And, and I think that that can be, when I saw the color drain from her, I thought, wow, that's how I feel sometimes when you're trying to be upbeat all the time and trying to keep people happy and keep people motivated, whether it's your job or, you know, whatever, you're you're literally draining yourself of energy. And so when I watched her color drain, I was like, girl, like I get that. Like you're just done. Yeah, no. And I imagine when Poppy's alone, even though we kind of saw her for a second doing her little scrapbooking, I think that scrapbook is also her way of control because she's the one narrating the story. She's the one in control of what's going to happen. Yeah. And so I wonder if that was her trauma was not being in control when she was younger. This is so freaking deep for a movie that has glitter farts. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of love it. But, but I'm sitting here I'm sitting here like, there are glitter farts to this movie. Like, there are. There somebody are. poops cupcakes. And, uh, Cooper, yes. And, and for out there, actually, Cooper, if you don't know what Cooper is in the troll world, uh, he's actually a troll. Troll giraffe, which they made them. Uh, you can look them up online. They're freaky looking. Um, he's actually stylized as the trolls are. Thank God. I'm so <laughs> glad that they did not keep the original because the troll dolls are fugly. They're just not cute. And yeah, we've got one here. I wish you guys could see it. Uh, it but yeah, so I am glad they stylized. That's another thing kind of leading way into kind of out of that mode, but into the actual... <laughs> as, we, as we try to bring it back around. Yeah, bring it back the, around. The darkness of the most rainbow-tastic movie <laughs> exactly. ever. Exactly. Actually, can I... Yeah, something. sure. No, no, go ahead. A couple of times you kind of talked about the 70s aesthetic with, yeah. the, with the Bergens. But one thing with this movie, watching it, you know, just the way the world is built and stuff, like if this had been 2D animation, I would think it was 80s 2D animation. Yeah. Mm, like, yeah. like just the way that it's, the, the world is built and like. Like the, very Secret of the Nim kind of vibes. Yeah. I mean, even, with the darkness and the, the, the Bergens. The, um, wizards or oh, something wizards, like that. Yeah. Wizards or. Um, you haven't seen oh wizards is great we, we yeah, might we're have gonna to add that, that to the list yeah, we're gonna have like the old lord of the rings lord oh yeah like, the baskin like rankin baskin oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that kind of rough no i can still see even like even like heavy metal again yeah yeah no i can see that that kind of animation like you're kind of going into that with the animation and with the style choices as you guys know i love the bergens i love that 70s aesthetic even into my personal life i would decorate that if i could unfortunately i can't um but yeah i love the shag carpets and the colors the oranges and the deep brute woods and the browns and even in the like throne room they got like just the plants just it, it just reminds me of, like old 80s burger kings you know it just has that and the bergens themselves just their style choices and the clothing and everything and captain 
Starfunkel's arcade and roller rink. And that's what draws me to the Bergens. And I do kind of like that they didn't make the Bergens in the end kind of the villains themselves, even though they yeah. did horrific things. They did kind of still bring it around like, hey, you know, they were just a misunderstanding, you know, and not, I don't know, it's kind of hard because they weren't eating trolls. But <laughs> they still, you know, embrace, um, you know, being better. They're trying to better themselves and understand things more. I think, I just looked it up because I was really, you were talking about the style of the animation and the colors and the choices in the 70s versus the 80s and all that. I just looked up the directors were both born in 1970. So there you so go. So I think, there you go. I think that's where the influences mm. came from. That's genius. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. Going back to the, the previous deeper points. Let's get away from the glitter part <laughs> and the shag carpet. You're the one that ruined the conversation just, and now you want to bring it back. Just for a second though, because we talked about how Poppy and Branch kind of helped figure each other out and we saw where they were coming from and, and they couldn't just stop being who they were. But at the end of the movie, the Bergens kind of do. They're just like, oh, I can be happy and so they be happy. Which I know it plays out further later, but yeah. if we're just going by this movie, that's kind of... I don't know that I like that because they do just kind of decide, oh, I can be happy. I don't know if they decide that they can be happy, but they decide that's an option for them. They didn't know that that was an option, not mm. that, hey, I can be happy, so now I'm going to be happy. It's like, hey, I can be happy, so now I can go out and decide what makes me happy or something. Yeah, that's I think how I took it. They were conditioned by their leadership <laughs> to believe the only thing that would make you happy is to oppress and eat other people. So yeah. if that's all you're told, is the only thing that makes you happy is to hold somebody else down or to look down upon somebody else. I'm going real deep right now. Or to say that I'm we're better than them. We're yeah. bigger and we're better. And therefore, what makes us happy is is controlling them. Or I mean, you know, the movie first opens, they're trapped in a tree. Well, we think they're trapped in a tree, yeah. right? And we're like, the tree has got a cage around it, which, by the way, anything could escape from that cage. But well, Yeah, it was pretty wide. I barred. could have escaped from that cage and I'm portly. <laughs> so... Um, but if you're constantly told this is what will make you happy, like, let's go even further. We're told in society that the things that make you happy is you got to have a lot of money. Money brings happiness. You know, money, money, money. You got to have the best car. You got to have the biggest house. You got to have the most friends. You got to have the biggest parties. You got to be an influence, uh, an influencer on, on TikTok. Whatever you need. Those are those things that materialism makes you happy. And in this case, all of those, the Bergens were told the only thing that makes you happy, feel true happiness is to eat a troll. Which still makes no sense because you're eating a living being. But then I think, well, I like chicken. <laughs> and eating chicken makes Food me makes happy. happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, and then you're denied that thing. Right. And you're only offered that thing once a year, which I can say the bargains are obviously not Americans because we would just be in there like, blah, 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 the blah, trolls would have already blah. been gone and we would have figured yeah. out how to mass produce the taste. Yeah. yeah there would have exactly. been troll paste. Anyway, but then to be denied that thing. Well, yeah. And I think that kind of when you first meet the Bergens like full on, go with Jason's point, the king literally tells Gristle, nothing will make you happy. Gristle comes, he's yeah. like, how am I going to be happy now? And the king literally is like, nothing. Nothing will make you happy ever again. This was your one shot and it's gone. And I think when we see the Bergens, when Branch and Poppy get there and you see them, you see that what Pamela was talking about, they've been denied happiness so long. They're just going through the motions of living. Everybody, even the one dude's is burying himself. Like he's still yeah. alive and he's buried. So I think that that plays on like with Jason saying, you know, the consumerism and things like that. Even the other things didn't, you know, because they had been conditioned to think that one thing. Everything else in their life, you know, doesn't make them happy. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that's a good 
But but to your point, John, I now question, do they think this feeling of happiness has changed? I, I agree with you, Pamela. I think maybe they think it's an option now, but I think some of them may just be like, no, I get to be happy all the time dancing and singing. But maybe they don't. I feel like there's going to be a crash and burn. When you hit that high, finally, of something you've not gotten in a long time, whatever it is, there is a crash. You're welcome. There is <laughs> There is a there is a crash and burn because you've had like our emotions honestly are what draws our energies, right? So like if you are on a complete high, like personally, I know when I have my amazing Christmas party every year, <laughs> I am on a high for about three days and then it is boom. And I am just have to be really careful. And I always make sure to watch my favorite Christmas movies afterwards to get my spirits back up. And I would be interested to see if there's a crash and burn afterwards. And I know like the second you said the second movie doesn't really follow no, Bergen's. Yeah, that's where you if you look if you watch the expanded universe i think you'll get that because the animated series they kind of show that mm. like some bergens do embrace the whole you know we can be happy we can do but then some bergens don't they still just like being kind of grumpy and they kind of allow them to do that and it's interesting too because they actually get some of the trolls start interacting with the bergens and some of the trolls start showing their own like they're not always just these happy-go-lucky little there's one where the, it's some sort of competition and the Bergens have always played it and it's very kind of brutal and very just and some of the trolls get into it and they love it because it is not the normal games that trolls play you know there is a loser That's and a couple of the, and I think Smidge the one that has the deep voice the oh my god um, <laughs> she becomes like very like this is amazing and she starts just like decimating these Bergens playing this game and so yeah I think you what you're speaking of yeah if you just take it as the individual movie it kind of plays out that way but they do a good job like I said I was impressed with how they do build the holiday special shows a little bit more of that where the Bergens settling into kind of a, a normal situation um, in the animated series they do a good job but yeah the second movie the Bergens don't, yeah which is one of my pet peeves about the second movie but I can see where the second movie if you have we haven't we're not really talking about that but the antagonist and that is another troll. And so having the Bergens in there would end it too quickly. Because the Bergens right. literally could just stomp in and like smash all the, you know, right. the eat, trolls that are causing the, the competition. Problem. Yeah. Um, but no, to your point, yeah, I think if you watch, they do do a very good job of that. DreamWorks actually put a little thought into that whole situation so yeah i would love to sit to, i would honestly love if, if our if our if you know these directors and they want to come on the show um <laughs> i would love to pick their brain because i think we're asking some really deep questions about a cartoon <laughs> yeah no, that's true <laughs> a cartoon which includes the line little slappy make daddy happy <laughs> okay that moving and segueing into that let's get into the more adult uh you know the the innuendo <laughs> The, the innuendo and the, you know, that is smattered quite liberally throughout this movie. Yeah. Um, and getting into that, we're going, I'm, I'm going to ask just about Chad and Todd. What do you think their relationship status is? Oh, they're together. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I've always right just now. kind of thought that they were, you know, they, they were a couple. They were kind of, and they kind of even in the holiday, if you watch the holiday, they kind of even explore a little bit more into that. Not deep by any means, but I, I think they. Uh, I have that. no idea who that is. There was a two the guards. two guards. The guards. Oh, okay. And then they were painting the. The one okay. Was the okay. One and he had the little loincloth. Yeah, that, yeah, when he had the loincloth underneath, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I didn't realize that was the guard." Yeah, that's yeah. Chad and Todd picked up on it. <laughs> I picked up. I picked up on it real quick. And so, going to, I guess we'll get John since you had some notes about that. Just what did you, you know, the innuendos do? Is there one that you think just went too far? No, I liked them all. <laughs> <laughs> J Jason's the only one being prudish about the children. Which is surprising. <laughs> well, they have to give the adults something. I remember watching movies 
when I was a kid and not, not getting it. And then watching movies as I'm older and being like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, they said that. So the slappy make daddy happy was gross. Um, the cloud I wrote, I just wrote the cloud guy is a pervert in my, in my notes. The one that I was like, Oh no, uh, was you must choose their hole wisely. <laughs> yes. And I was like, who you know, the LGBTQ community wrote this one? <laughs> Cause I think I laughed the hardest about it. I was like, Oh, and you all just looked at me. I was like, nobody's, nobody's going to say anything. <laughs> choose the hole wisely. What? Yeah. I think. I agree. There needs to be something in there for the adults. However, sometimes you go just a little, you go a little bit uh, to, to, I don't know. I can't believe I'm the prudish one. It's so weird. <laughs> After all this stuff that I say all the time, but that one, I don't know. That one kind of was like, you could have, you could have said, you know, Hey, you have to choose your path wisely, but you chose the word whole. I'm just saying, I don't know. I thought it, it, <laughs> As I flip my hair back and forth. I don't know. <laughs> that one that one was a little ick, I think. And the slappy make daddy happy was uncomfortable. Like I was like, <laughs> those million moms out there probably lost their shit over that one. You know, I don't really think I guess probably something to look up, but I don't really think there was a lot of just I don't think a lot of people just saw this movie as that kind of thing. Like they didn't I guess I just have a dirty mind. No, no. I mean I I think it's in there purpose I mean yeah. it's obviously purposefully put in there. I just don't think it got a lot of traction. They just people just didn't see it as a as a subversive movie you know they just saw it as the trolls but yeah i don't think it really had a lot of controversy with it and honestly a lot of those people they don't pick up on any window either so <laughs> i don't know they, i would have laughed out loud in the oh yeah it like i said without watching it there's a ton of i mean even in the christmas special the animated they do tone it down quite a bit just because it is more for kids um but yeah the animated and the second one i remember there's you know quite a bit of innuendo in that too some of that pamela what is your <laughs> What is a line you either like and thought was really funny or thought was, and eh, that's a little. I don't really remember anything. I mean, I like that stuff being in there because it gives adults something to look forward to. Keep you on your toes watching the movie. Because I think when this movie first came out, I was like, oh, God, really? They're making a movie about trolls? And I kind of dismissed it. And then I remember you liking it so much. I'm like, yep. okay, so we have to watch this. And we watched it on like Netflix or something. I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. It makes you feel good. It's a nice movie. So yeah, I like I like a lot of innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> the the scenes that really fall through. I mean, obviously Cloud Guy, but the date between you know Bridget and Gristle. Mm -hmm. There's a lot like when he's talking about like, ooh, let's I can figure out something else we could do to work up an appetite. Okay. And then they go yes. Yeah, that's yes. the they, most obvious one of the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the one that people that wouldn't notice it. Notice. And then when he calls her hot lunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was I mean, a, that was yeah. That I mean every time I see that I'm like uh, all I can think of is one act. <laughs> that just, you know, I, that's all I can think of every time either the first we're not, time we're not discussing that on no, this show. No, I, I don't want to get Don't Google it either. Yeah, no. Woo. But yeah, every time he says that, he just like, hot lunch. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, as a kid, you know, they're just going to think like, oh, that's funny. Just a saying. Just, you know, oh, he's all they're all. But that whole little interaction with them is just so full of innuendo that it just, and like I said, I agree. I think it's funny and it's good, you know, with the adults. And I mean, a lot of animated movies, Disney, you know, everybody kind of throws it. DreamWorks does a little more with like the Shrek. You know, there's a lot. Oh, of yeah. Yeah. A ton yeah. Of Shrek. And a lot of, you know, well, so. 
And I did ask you all during the movie, I was like, what is this rated? Yeah. And I think you said PG. 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 Yeah. yeah. PG. Mm-hmm. Which, which is fine because it's rated PG. So that gives you an idea of like. Yes. To, to expect it. I just didn't realize what it was rated. So I went in with the mentality of this is a G movie and thinking, oh my God, they got this passed on a G movie? <laughs> Were we in the 80s again? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So now going through, Branch is my, the, the, the troll that I, outside of the Bergens, um, I think I identify with the Bergens even more than Branch. But outside of that, is there a troll spoke to you just as an individual, like not even the reflection of yourself, but just as that you enjoy, that you really like that, the character itself? There's a troll that has one line and her name is Harper and she's oh. like, like this little artist troll and I just love her because <laughs> she's got like all the splashes of color all over mm-hmm. her and everything. But yeah, I love me some Branch because I identify as Branch. I mean, I like Guy Diamond more for the second movie than the first oh, one. Oh, well, yeah. So that's kind yeah, of the... cheating, but... Oh, does he have a bigger part? A little yeah. bit, yeah. Okay. He has a tinier. Yeah, he has a tinier diamond. He has a baby. He has a baby. Oh, oh. Yes. He gives, oh, okay. he gives birth to a Tiny Diamond troll. is my name. <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, I have not seen this. No, you, you need to see the second one as well. It made me laugh every single time when when the little tiny diamond troll would yeah. pop out. So, so guy, guy, guy Diamond's diamond. probably my favorite. Who plays Guy from Diamond the, from the Trolls that's, uh, universe? That's Cooper Polly from. Oh, that's the right. Big Bang. Yeah. Yep. What's the giraffe's name? Cooper. Cooper. So as as I identify more with the sarcasm of Branch, I also deal with. I'm a pretty ridiculous person because y'all know I usually <laughs> just say whatever comes to my mind and I don't think about it half the time. And some of you are like, Jason. <laughs> um, so I appreciate. I think Cooper is a funny character. I didn't understand what it was at first. I think just his personality of like, I had a sarcasm once. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's probably something I would have said at some point to make fun of somebody my else. uncle died tap dancing. Yeah, that was my favorite. My uncle died tap dancing. And I was like, what? Um, so I would, I would like Cooper. But I will say this. If I had to identify with any character as a whole, I identify with Bridget. No. I, I think... Uh, I think there's a little Bridget inside of all of us. Bridget has an amazing number. She sings hello. <laughs> and I was like living for Bridget. <laughs> because I too know the, 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 the crushing devastation of unrequited love, Bridget. Oh, I love Bridget. She's really my favorite in the whole movie. I yeah, I mean, her. like, she went from 100% character growth. Like, you watched her progress, oh, yeah. I yeah. think, almost more than Poppy and then Branch, right? Like, we yeah. saw Bridget grow the most. She First off, she's like, he'd never love me. I'm ugly. Look at me. I'm, I'm just a scullery maid. Like, why would somebody want me? And then they all they did was give her hair and a <laughs> well, jumpsuit. Yeah, but yeah. they gave her some and confidence. The but they know, gave like, her confidence, yeah. right? And then we watched her blossom. And then we watched her regress because she's like, no, no, I can't do it without you. Yeah. And then she learns that she can. And she's the one that actually saved the trolls the whole time. Even oh, yeah. though they tried to save themselves, it was Bridget. So I see, I just really see a lot of Bridget. And I was like, I'm really glad that from, from a chubby kid perspective, we saw somebody who doesn't have this amazing body. Bridget was just like, I'm just... I mean, none of the none of them do. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but still. But yeah. you know what? Like, she looked a little dumpy. Yeah. And it wasn't that they just did makeup and ha- like they gave her confidence. But what happened at the end when she took off the troll wig, which was amazing, he didn't fall in love with her outer beauty. He fell in love with who she was. Yeah. Because that's who she was. So I just I don't know. Bridget's no, that's a good. I liked watching the growth of Bridget. I, 
I think it's interesting too. Like, what do you think is the chef? <laughs> it's. I think the chef is interesting just in the fact that she doesn't, you know, she's like, I'm going to get revenge on them by making you really happy and feeding you trolls. You know what? It, it was her like motivation was interesting. Like she wanted to be back at the top, obviously, you know, trying to usurp and kind of control the whole situation. But the simple fact of that, it wasn't revenge. And like, I don't know. It, it was kind of an odd, I, I guess it was just more of the power play. Like she wanted to be back in charge and that was more important to her. So like no matter what they had done to her, she wasn't really lashing back out as a revenge. She just wanted to be in control of everything again and have them love her. Wanted the adulation that yeah. she used to have and she didn't have any longer. Yeah, I mean, she says at one point that she's good when I'm your queen or whatever. Yeah, you'll have control end, every day. So. Yeah. And I, I, it does make sense. She just, well, because when she said when I'm the queen, I was like, oh, are you going to turn it? Like, <laughs> I don't know what the age difference is. <laughs> and I'm not one to judge on ages, but. Like, you were there when he was a baby. Yeah, it's been 20 years, so... Yeah, she's gotta be... She looks like she's been cooking a while, so... I just... I was kind of like... I was like, is she gonna seduce him? But I guess they decided not to go that route. Well, no. Yeah. And they went the route of if... I think it's what a lot of sometimes in movies and in TV shows, villains... Like, they all fall into that... There's that damn trope where they're like, worship me because I'm gonna give you this. Right? Mm -hmm. And so... I'm trying to think of another example, and I honestly can't. Saying, like, look what I can do for you, but you gotta be with me. Right? Like, I can give you this, but you gotta be with me. And I think that that was... I was kind of disappointed in that trope. I also don't know what else she would have done. Well, yeah. You know, like, it's like... I don't know what she would have done. But I think it's a classic villain trope. I can provide you with everything you need. You have to... Come with me. I've got you. Look what I can do for you. Yeah. And then she gets that weird self-sense of importance that she's created for herself. They did kind of muddy it up. Like, what were, what was she going to do? Was she just to take Gristle out? Was she just going to give everybody trolls and oh. control him behind the scenes? Like, Are these the only trolls they know about? Because I know you said in the sequel we find out that, about all kinds well, of Well, that's another thing with the Bergens and how they describe their land. Yeah, these are the only trolls they know about. So if you eat all the trolls, which is what the plan was, <laughs> there would be no more trolls. I kept thinking that I was like, well, aren't you going to cage a couple up to procreate? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you eat all the trolls right now, including the baby trolls, you got no trolls. Yeah, that it was going to overdose. Be done with it. You got to you got to keep some of them free range too, or P E T T will be on you. <laughs> Did you say P E T T? Yeah, is people it? for the ethical treatment of trolls. It, uh, oh wow! Um, I'm so pissed. I set you up for that joke. Not even know I was doing it. I have to say this. Can we just give a round of applause to Christine Baranski because she did an amazing job as that chef villain? Oh, she did. I... Plus, I am a huge Christine Baranski fan. I hope she's listening. I would love to meet you. I just want to hug you. Yes, uh, but yeah, no, I think she job. she had the ability to go over over the top, and I don't think she went as far as she could. Yeah. Because you know some some villains are super overacting. Yes. To the point where you're just like, you're annoying. They're chewing on the scenery. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I think she balanced it. I think she did a pretty good job. So. I yeah, just... I don't think anyone like acting wise was out to oh oh except that's for... where that that actually is a good segue. Jason is starting to raise his hand. Which troll or which character you. did you least like out of all? It doesn't have to be a troll. It could be a Bergen. It could be a and a thing in the background. It's just what character or what creature that you just kind of were like. Ugh. I'm gonna say if any of them were annoying or got on my nerves it would be biggie is that is that james yeah, yeah. that's james corden yeah. who does that voice but see i like mr dinkles yes well, yeah mr dinkles mr. is cool he looks like a penis <laughs> how could you not like it <laughs> to me he looks like one of those sour bright gummy worms, worms. Yeah. Nah, but, i'm looking you know, at a whole different way <laughs> 
Especially when you can tell the relationship between the two of them. Aww. All right, you ready for my rant? Sure. Here's my rant. Okay. Anytime James Corden has to do anything that relates to a slightly potentially gay character or even blatantly gay character, the only thing he ever does is the same stereotypical trope of being extremely effeminate, extremely over the top, which is great because that does represent some people, but you're doing it for a joke. And he, he did it in this, he did it in prom, he's done it in a couple other things. And I, I just don't think he should be allowed anymore to play a gay character. There's a, there's a lot of people in our in the LGBTQ community that don't appreciate his brand of representation. And as soon as I heard his voice, as soon as I heard it and I saw it, I got with the... There's clearly a, a relationship between him and Mr. Dinkle. Mr. Dinkle. The penis mm-hmm. thing, right? There's clearly a relationship. It's a penis! There's a clear relationship between the two of them, right? And I was like, oh my God. And then when he was like, do your hair. Like he was just... And I get that those were the lines that he was given. And, I, and I'm sure they probably directed him in a way, but I think as an actor, you also have your interpretation of the character. And I think that's part of the job as an actor and a director is to figure out the interpretation between that character and come together. And it's just, it's just, it's a, it's like every time I see him play gay, he goes so far to that point. So that's why I don't like him. And it's a penis. I mean, his name is Mr. Dingles. And he does have a little hat. And he dresses him up in the different outfits and, you know. Where's the rest of Mr. Dinkles, though? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't th- think he cares about yeah. it. And that kind of brings it around, too. Like, the, the style of the creatures in this world, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like just because it's all very, like, I don't know, felt. <laughs> they it all look like yeah. felt. Yeah, yeah. they're made out of cloth, and they're made out of felt, and they're all... But it, I like it, too. Even though they look that way, they're all extremely murderous and dangerous. <laughs> That's like, what I even... wrote in my notes. I was like, where the hell do they live yeah. where everything eats everything? Like, what is the actual dominant yeah. animal, it, person, it, mammal, whatever it is? What is the dominant thing in this in this uh, ecosystem? Because everything eats everything, and <laughs> then you get pooped out as an egg. They they do do quite a few of her going through intestines and going through. But uh, I yeah I think that that's an interesting art style, you know, because it, it almost goes along with her scrapbooking that felt, you know, and then but the world is just made of that. And I also kind of like that they'll also just join in in singing. I think that's yeah. a good when she does the you know hello darkness bit I love that because all the like creatures come around and uh, yeah I, I think that I, I like that that art direction because yeah. you know there are the toys and it almost gives them that world of you know where like I said everything is just this very soft and pliable and plushy thing but they're horribly they like murder each other and I think that that plays in the whole kind of thing I guess too do you guys see that as like the hierarchy like you talk about like the food chain you know like are the Bergens on top what other things do they consume because they don't really they show them cooking but they don't ever show them what type of animals they consume you know and the trolls obviously live their life in a fairly peaceful setting you know where things aren't eating them so it's a, is it just kind of like this jungle that's around them when you're in a world where you can literally poop cupcakes you can eat <laughs> it's hard to really figure out the pecking order in any sort of realistic it's way true. because i mean the the bergens seem to be the only ones that are capable of building advanced structures other than branch Everybody else oh, just bunker, yeah. lives in flowers. And so, <laughs> Well, I would say that the Bergens are not at the top because at the the a bonus scene at the end, we watch a Bergen get eaten by a damn hill. Well, that's true. You know? In a very uh, Sarlacc pit kind of way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's... But again, then I'm like, well, what if the hills eat everything? Then where are we with the the food chain? And maybe I shouldn't even be thinking about that, but wait a bit. <laughs> I when think... I was like, oh, the damn hill ate her. She's big as a damn house so 
I mean, I guess that's with with John's kind of going along. I guess it's just one of those cartoon logic. Yeah, it's cartoon logic. All right. (laughs) Um, Kind of getting back now to just the lightness of it. You know, anybody not thinking as an adult, not thinking as that. What what would have you really just thought was hilarious as a kid? I would have loved this movie just for the color as a kid because I was all about the colors and the rainbow and like Rainbow Bright was my favorite. Anything with colors just sucked me in as a kid. So I would have absolutely loved that. And the glitter and just the songs. I, I would have been all about this movie as a kid. Yeah, for me, it's probably the visuals where they do, like, where the trolls run through the tunnels or where they show, like, the side cut oh, cutaway. of the cut, cutaway view of Branch's place or <laughs> any of that because I loved books like that when I was a kid, like the Richard Scarry books. Oh, yeah. Books, oh, a lot I of love those. the Richard Scarry And there books. was a, I used to have this Berenstain, Berenstain, <laughs> which universe are we in? Um, <laughs> the, the, I had a Berenstain book that was, like, Berenstein Bears in the Haunted Tree or something. Oh my god, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the tree yeah. had like that cutout yeah. section. Yeah. You could see them escaping through it. I would just stay on that page for like oh two hours. When I was yeah, kids, no, so. I agree with that. I, I was big on those like Richard Scary and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I love looking at all the stuff. Yeah. The pages are little, so full little, of Little like stuff. hidden rooms and mm-hmm. stuff. Like mm-hmm. that, that part really, even as an adult, appealed to me about this. Uh, for me, uh, as a kid, what would have I would have loved this movie as a kid, too. And I think um, it was the singing and the dancing. I love when a movie can create its own songs, if they're good. I (laughs) did not like the original songs in this, but Mm. I, Lil Gason, would have loved the fact that they sang songs from that era. I knew those songs as a kid. And so for me to be able to sing along with a movie, because I already knew what they were singing, maybe not what they were singing about, but for me, it would have been like, like as soon as Bridget started, I was like, she's hello <laughs> so and i went hello on there so i would have I, that's for me hands down hands down it's the music plus this taught children that the magical healing power of cindy lopper uh, yeah that is i want someone like i want someone to sing that song to me when i'm feeling uh, so horrible that part with branch and say yeah I, it, it is yeah it's it was beautifully done it was just like a beautiful rendition yeah of it. I, yeah justin timberlake did and a really I, and I, yeah and i like how they worked the i love you into it like it actually meant something to the plot mm-hmm. to the characters the yeah, yeah 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 i think the for me as a kid i would have just liked the burdens because i was just a weird kid that way they speak to me just in that like i said again because of that era but yeah i think as a kid i would have just really loved the burdens then, like they were they were funny maybe unintentionally on their part but like <laughs> You know, it's got that kind of little kid humor. People dumping poop on each other. Yeah, no, and, that's yeah. You, know, the just, you mean you mean cupcakes? No, no. <laughs> no this was, was Bergen's. Actual... Oh was, yeah, the Bergen's. Yeah, yeah when wait, she dumps that. It was green, it was glowy feed. shit. Yeah, it was feeling. <laughs> it was feelings. It was the feelings. Oh, food. yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's yeah. their feelings. But yeah, you know, they do kind of offer that. <laughs> oh, maybe. And I think that song that they chose for that, the Gorillas oh, song, yeah. was yeah. just yeah. Perfect. perfect. And the way it delivers it, just really like, yeah, that was just the perfect segue for yeah. the Bergens. I do have a, my favorite part. I do have a bone to pick. That version of Clint Eastwood is not on the soundtrack. No, it's oh, not. Really? Yeah. No, it's no, not. It's interesting. But all the other songs are, though. I mean, they got a lot of... I think of... there was one of the other ones, too, that during the movie, I was like, I don't remember this, because we mm. were listening to the soundtrack. We listened to the soundtrack like three times in a row today <laughs> yeah, while we were the movie. Yeah. So I guess right. getting, yeah, that's a good bringing in the soundtrack too. I see. I love Get Back Up Again. Being me, being cynical, being just like I can get, I can listen to that song and I just I love it. And the visuals with it help it too because you know she keeps these obstacles that keep yeah. coming in her way and you know she does keep moving through them. But yeah, I I, I do like that as an original song. I think that's a good song. 
Anybody have a favorite song on the whole thing? Sorry, I'm taking over. No, no, no. I just because the good... whole um, "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend" thing. Oh, legitly, I just kind of want to go. I'm gonna go find that clip on YouTube and watch it again because yeah. I was like, "This is brilliant." Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> it is a good. Brilliant. I that that song. Like I said, I like the version of Clint Eastwood. I do like that. But yeah, the "Hello Darkness." I and I just have the little spider that comes. He says, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> the way that spider just like just comes drowned and, and I think with that. With you, like I said, with uh, uh, "Hello" and everything, yeah, they took those songs that people knew, and they did a great job with incorporating them into this type of movie. You know, because they weren't really kid songs. You know, they're not just straight Disney fare. I would say I like the "Hair Up." I think is what it was. Oh, "Hair Up's a great that, song too. It yeah, incorporates the whole "Hall of the Mountain King" kind of. No, that. Yeah, it's really hard. Oh, is that what that's called? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that was called. And just the way they, they I love the, they kind of do the shining thing when he starts out that song. He's like riding his little thing through the, and you kind of, that rug and everything gives you yeah. kind of a shining vibe. I did say that the, the king as a baby made me not want to have kids. <laughs> that was in my notes. <laughs> when he jumps on him and rips out his yeah, chest. Yeah, we ripped out his chest hair. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. oh, we would have fought. <laughs> That's why I'm not a dad. All right. Well, I, I would like bibs to be in fashion, though. Oh, yeah. That'd be kind of fun. That yeah. part was kind of cool. You know... Um, with the wing dingle. With the wing dingle. Years on. ago, I used to do a um, 12 Days of Christmas countdown on Facebook, and I would link silly, funny gifts, and they had lapkins. Lapkins. <laughs> and uh, it was napkins that were like bibs, but they were super inappropriate. Like, they were just like... One was like bare legs and a hoo-hoo. <laughs> so I was like, you could bring bibs back. You could bring them back like lapkins. Okay. Uh, we've already copyrighted this idea. There you go. Don't don't steal <laughs> it. Don't you try. Don't steal it. So I guess uh, if, unless anybody else anybody wants to talk about, it, we can get to the rating of the movie. Oh, uh, very excited to hear how this actually. Is go. I do have one more tiny thing. No, can we go talk ahead. about how ridiculous their hair powers were. Oh, their hair powers are the best, man. Which she I uses mean, to make stairs, and I she know. walks down them. Oh, come on! And they can change color, like I'm when like, they're doing How the did waves. they not rule the ecosystem with that much power? <laughs> the chameleon ability. You know, we've, we've all seen Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Oh yeah. Like I could see one of them straight up doing the Davy jones thing with their hair like <laughs> going right beard, up in the yeah. nostrils and take care of somebody well that's a, that's a good question though i mean the king had his beard you know would he be able to i don't know if i've ever seen them use that you know for like other hair it's just a, you know the hair on their head you know sorry i just went a whole new world when you said other hair and i was like oh god yeah yeah like armpit hair they that, just like, that's poof. not where i was I'm going not gonna lie. i was trying to remember if they wore pants in this movie and i can't remember uh, some yeah did. yeah some, they some do did. some do because some the don't. king deserved better underpants yeah because yeah. the king had pants on and branch has pants on the like biggie deserve better underpants. Um, the glitter trolls none of the glitter trolls have clothes all yeah. the glitter trolls the, the one because time because the power is in their butt yes the one time when guy diamond really farted on that dog alligator i hate that word <laughs> did Flatulence? was his ass shinier yes. because the, gl the glitter was gone yes okay yeah, they did i don't think he actually farted well a little contention here i don't think he actually passed gas did you just say toot <laughs> I don't think I think it was just the glitter off his ass okay. I literally think when you spray because yeah after he comes he's back on the skate his ass is like shiny like chrome. Like, chrome I thought shiny. it was because they were dragging his ass across the ground. Well, yeah, that's what. Yeah, because like, he, he the glitter off. Yeah, because he has the skate. He like comes down and lowers his butt onto the skate. <laughs> Jason, I think we'll go with flatulated <laughs> for flatulated. you moving forward. The great flatulence. 
I'm just like, it sounds like an adventure at a gay bar. <laughs> well, they drug his ass on the ground, and that's why he doesn't well, have any glitter on his ass well, anymore. That, that, that's that's kind of so what I was like, God, it's like we're talking about me in my 20s. That, I'm that's, so confused. That's kind of what happens. They they, they de-glitter his butt, man, because like I said, it is shiny like chrome. And they, they don't really call attention to it, but yeah, no, the glitter, yeah, none of the glitter trolls, none of the glitter trolls are, have clothes. They're all, the glitter trolls are all pretty much naked functionally. Okay. And that kind of gives into the thing of reproduction of trolls, though, because in the beginning it made it seem like they grew on the tree. Because when she pulls out, you know, the, the uh-huh. fake poppy, you know, she pulls the pod, and then all of a sudden, so is that how trolls reproduce? Because you see pods, if you look, uh-huh. when they, in their village, they have those similar looking little pods hanging all over the village. Look, you're our troll expert. If well, anyone's going to know, it's going to yeah, be you. I guess not. That's true. You've done I, the most research. It's the available material. Think, I, all I we contributed today was that there were troll action figures there that was. did have a cartoon, by yes. the way. I looked it up. They did, oh, yeah. And they had a video no. game, too. Yeah, I saw they, had they had a Super had Nintendo, Nintendo video game. game. Yep. So, no, that's a good question. I don't, again, I haven't watched the whole animated series to see if they cover that troll reproduction but uh, I guess that they don't they probably don't <laughs> that at the beginning of the movie you see her pull the pod down with pop you know think she thinks it's poppy so I also it's... thought that was a really neat nod to the original toy line it was yeah that because was really yeah. nice the, the little fake, nod all the, the fake trolls will yeah. look like the trolls yeah, really they're, nice. and they're carved out of wood but yeah and again when you get into the trolls too when they expand the troll world and how different trolls look you know it, it, that's a good question with the hair though because there's there's underwater trolls in the second one that you don't see and they don't have hair all there they have like the antenna and stuff so how do they you know do they not have those powers and did you know like the horse the whole you know the centaur ones the, the country ones um i don't know if they really ever showed i think they use their tails i like. wish you could all see jason's face right now <laughs> because he's just it's it's like he's in willy wonka's tunnel on that boat i'm just like what the hell <laughs> There's no earthly way of knowing <laughs> which direction we are going. Okay. Um, so, yeah, those are all good questions. So, uh, again, now, if anybody else has anything they would like to uh, add or entertain, uh, we can get to the rating system. It's up to you guys. I'm very excited to see how we're going to rate this. See, now, there is a couple ways, and now that I know Jason is not a fan of the glitter farts. I just don't like that word. I was, I, I was, I was going to go with in a scale of one to five, Mr. Dinkles. But now, <laughs> now I think we might have to do on a scale of one to five glitter farts. How <laughs> Which, about glitter farting, Mr. Dinkles? Dinkles. Uh, yeah, but I don't think he has that ability. He did not toot. Yeah, he didn't really have. He that. has one job. What about a troll tooting, Mr. Dinkles? Oh, oh, <laughs> that gets oh. that. The, yeah, let's let's do what Chris thinks. <laughs> Look at me, I'm like, take it back, President. Take it back. Take it back. It's it's getting off the rails. Okay, so in deference to Jason's not liking the word. <laughs> I, you we can will say go- it, I will just cover up my own. Fine. No, we will just uh, we'll do on a scale of one to five, Mr. Dinkles. What would you all rate? I'd give it a good four, Mr. Dinkles. You know, a four and a half, but that might be cruel. <laughs> Some people <laughs> stop. <laughs> Four if it's cold. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> I would I would give it five, Mr. Dinkles. However, James Corden brings it down to a four and a quarter. <laughs> I almost wanted to say a three, but I don't think that's fair to the whole movie. But I definitely think that uh, that's the one negative thing I have about this movie. I appreciate representation, but there's a right way to do it. I agree. 100% agree with you. I'm 
See, this is my question. Is it how much I like the movie, or is it how does it compare to other movies? Because clearly, like Citizen Kane or something, I would be like, that's well, a five. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I no. mean, so are we just I, rating that we like yeah, it? Yeah, I think much? it's on your scale of how much well, you like it. Well, then it's a five, because I could watch this movie a million times. That's, I'd that's never a good get yeah, I would, I would put this all on there's, cleaning. There's nothing. For sure. It's like, even for me, James Corden's part is so small, I don't really give a shit. Because as soon as he talks, Mr. Dinkles does. And I'm like, <laughs> I love you, tiny penis man. <laughs> I also tiny, love a tiny penis man. T- <laughs> tiny multicolored well. dildo man. I love you. So I would go that it's a dildo, but not a penis in my head. Well, yeah, but it's a living. I, I mean, thing. like, yeah, we're gonna, gonna be... go real off the rails here. We real are. Quick. We're going right at the I mean, end here. That's, that's a, that's a bendable thing. And that is, he, if he was a straight, you know, as the apparently sex toy expert I am now, okay. a dildo is pretty firm. I don't think it has the uh, wobbability. Missing Movie Club After Dark. <laughs> Call us now with your questions. Oh, wow. I feel like I just, like, I just walked right off that cliff. You know what we did? We just walked right into that E rating that we got to make sure we put on it again. <laughs> Even for a kids movie, it's, it's just burned in there permanently. It is. Yeah. It's okay. I would agree with John. I would give it a five because it is it's one of those movies that I can just kind of watch, you know. And I those type of movies are rare for me because like movies, I, I like movies, and so I really I'll, I'll scroll through Netflix and stuff for hours just trying to find a movie that fits my mood. But when this one comes across, it's just I can just watch it. It's like there's very few movies I let you know. The other movie that's that way is The Jerk with Steve Martin back, and I, I can watch that movie no matter what which i still haven't seen oh we gotta put that on the list oh the jerk you is say amazing. you haven't seen it but you told me you don't like it at one point well it's definitely not in her wheelhouse because she doesn't very true. she doesn't like that slapstick that type yeah, of humor yeah. so i can see where she wouldn't enjoy it but if it comes up sometime oh, that actually just goes back to my mother my mother loved the jerk and uh just a little side note, back in the day, VHS were so expensive, you could only rent them. And she rented the movie The Jerk so much that they, uh, 7-Eleven, which you rented them from 7-Eleven. Wow. Yeah, right. yeah 7-Eleven, uh, and they let her buy it. And it only cost her fifty dollars. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Jeez! Oh well, that's no. That when I worked at Saturday matinee, we still had VHS. We had a giant book, and there were still VHS like vibes with Cindy Lauper and Jeff Goldblum. It was an eighty-seven dollar movie even then. Wow. And so basically, the premise was is they would release them on VHS, and they rented them until they reached a certain point in their money-making ability. Mm-hmm. And then once it reached that point, they put them out for mass market. But you no, know, this movie was eighty-seven dollars, and we'd have we'd make people put down. Pay, like down payments on this movie because they'd order it and if they came in and they didn't buy it we were out you know we couldn't yeah. sell it for 87 dollars. so yeah huh. bhs were very expensive to produce so anyway that's my little side note this moment in film history brought to you by the missing movie club <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> okay so as i see jason has pulled out our wheel of movie dumb here so uh it oh, is, i like that name it, wheel of movie dumb wheel of movie dumb it controls our fate and what our next uh, i'm gonna write that down what our next movie is going to be um that we will be watching and discussing with the clubs. All right, so ready? this is our special. We're doing a Christmas because it's December. It, yes, our uh, pod it will so, be in December. Yeah, everybody listed some Christmas movies that some of us haven't seen. So right. Christmas is John and I's favorite uh, time of year. It is. We we've bonded over that multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> All right, ready? It's a real wheel. All right. And I gotta turn it to look at me because I'm behind it because I wanted it up to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my movie. Oh, yeah. oh. Finally, I am out of the hot seat. <laughs> that means you're missing. 
Mr. President. Da- give me the gavel now. <laughs> Nobody else is going to get to touch that thing. God, I'm going to hold it in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Mr. Dinkles. <laughs> oh. We are going to watch one of my favorite holiday films that is not really well known. And it is the 1951, I say classic, The Lemon Drop Kid, starring Bob Hope. See, I have literally never heard of this movie. I never. found it by accident once at the library. Oh, there you go. So, by the, yeah. By, yeah, yeah, we by love the way, libraries here. Yeah, you can rent lots of movies and yeah, there's lots going yeah. on at the library. You check out your local library. We yeah. are all fans of our library. We so. are very much so. Um, there's an app that you can get to watch movies at your library um, yep. called Canopy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You can get yeah. it on Roku, I know. We've got yeah. it on our Roku, so streaming device. So if yeah. you would like to watch it, I think it is available to rent on Amazon for like a couple of bucks on Prime, but I don't necessarily think it's streaming anywhere else. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited to to show you all this movie. I It has a lot of things that I love in it, and it's set at Christmas, and I'm going to do a little spoiler. You ready? Sure. It is the first time the song Silver Bells was ever sung on Hmm. I'm excited, and I get to be president. You get to be the. the should be. You get to be the big man in charge. Yeah. The Ed Cheese. It's, it's kind of different because this time one of us has seen it, and the other three have not. That's yeah, true. I can't Instead wait. Instead of three of us seeing it, and one of us have not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is. Yeah, Although, it's I will nice. say, I think I've seen it, but it's been a very I'm long sure, yeah, time. Yeah. I think I've seen like like a clip of scenes. Is there something with a coat in it? Potentially. I think. <laughs> Okay. Spoiler yes. alert. Yeah. Um, I will say it is, you know, it's a black and white film, and um, I love it. I love the, this, the, the way that they're speaking in it, and uh, I think I'm interested to see what you all think. If you hate it, it's okay, but it won't, I'll still I love it forever. I don't think I could hate anything with Bob Hope in it. Uh, he's, he's, at, he's at the top of his game. I love it. I think I he's, love it's really, I, again, really good. I'm excited for a movie I've never seen. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I don't want to give any more away. I think no, it's, that's a, it's, good. It's, it's, it's a Christmas movie. So we'll get ready to do your homework, kids. Yeah. It's All time. Right. Are y'all ready for Christmas? I am so excited for Christmas. Uh, now, do I assign out roles now? Is that no, he's still, he chose however the other three are done. You okay. get to pick that next one. I'm confused. When do I tell you what you're doing? No. He's going to have a little game that picks the others. Oh, for us next and time. And then you'll yes. have your next chance. Time, I'm so confused. So you'll pick, so you'll, pick the next, you'll pick the next cabinet for Great. January. Great. Let me tell okay. you, folks, the, the best part about starting a podcast is coming up with really elaborate rules that no one else reads. It's amazing. Hey, we've got it up Let's... on the screen. <laughs> I got the damn gavel right now. Uh, you know what? Hopefully at some point in time we'll actually have fans that maybe read these and actually understand them. Right. And, you know, and they can tell us. Out. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, oh. In episode four, uh, Jason did not bang the gavel to take control of That was not in the bylaws, sir. That was not in the bylaws. Uh, Are we to believe that in episode three, John said, later on, he has changed his mind. Is that allowed? Uh, So, okay. So, picking our roles for the next go around. I think I'm going to do a little bit of Thunderdome here. What type of Bergen would each of you be? And since Jason has an assigned role, I'm actually going to let him be the judge. Ah. So us three will have to describe our Bergen to him, and he will then decide the order. I feel the power inside. So when he picks one, two, and three out of our thing, we go in order. So the one, obviously, whoever wins will be vice president. The next would be secretary, and then treasurer, mm. however it goes. Okay. I bet you a dollar I end up as treasurer. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I'm whichever Bergen Jason likes the least. Likes <laughs> the least. No, you got to give it. You got it's yeah. a little bit of role play here, Ooh, a little bit of creative. I love this character. on the spot. This is good. So yeah. yes, so that's. Uh, I mean, I can go first. If yeah, well, it's already like well, shit. If you guys no, have, you I know, got an idea. Okay, well then, idea. Pamela, I will defer uh, to you. If of you got... my Bergen, my Bergen's gonna be like the pear shaped. <laughs> <laughs> And she's going to have big old bell bottoms, the kind that are cut up with the, like, a pattern underneath. Oh, okay. And, but then she's going to have, like, the tiny little strap with the tie mm-hmm. for the thing, but she, she ain't got no reason to have it, but <laughs> it's there, and that's the kind of bargain she's going to be. She's flat like a dingles. <laughs> a wing dingle. <laughs> So then I think she'd have a feather in her hair too. Yeah. Just to top it off. All right. Okay. Are these pre or post happiness? Either one. Doesn't matter. However you want to play it, that's your character. I think I'm just going to be that Bergen that was laying in the grave, slowly covering himself. (laughs) (laughs) That Bergen would see that guy and go, that's a good idea. (laughs) I I, I mean, I might be like eating some chips or something. (laughs) <laughs> Every spoonful of dirt you get a derail. Yeah. <laughs> trying to keep re- it away from the bird that's it's, on the tube. It's yeah. a reward. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh I my Bergen would actually he'd be wearing those you know, those shorts they had in the, like the eighties, you know, the like think of Gregory Hines from the Muppet movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I those, definitely could think of Gregory the, Hines those, from that movie. Those white, you know, those really tight, low, like high shorts, you know. Don't really quite fit. You know, the gut kind of hangs over a little sure bit. They were called nut huggers. Yeah, that day. yeah, that, I mean that and with the you know the the pull up socks, you know, the colored banded socks. Oh, things oh, you're looking yes. like right now is Gregory Hines and I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Pulled all the way up, you know, all the way up and you know, some a pair of, you know, just the cheap generic nikes you know the white that are they're all dirty he's going to be wearing a captain scarfunkles you know arcade shirt again doesn't quite fit it's like come like a crop top because he's been wearing it for so long chris is really gunning for first (laughs) (laughs) and he's going to stupid sexy bargain (laughs) yeah he's got a you know the walkman with the headphones Ah, on you know always walking around you know the one tape of you know weird al the weird al bergen you know and he's got the weird Albert. The weird Albert. Really, Bergen. really weird. Yeah. For the record. Yeah. And you know the glasses with like the big tape bundle in the middle because he's broke so many times. Yeah. That that would be my that would be my Bergen. I've, I've wow. been inspired. Can I add one? Thing sure. Sure. Yeah. He needs a slap bracelet. <laughs> you do need a slap, a slap bracelet. bracelet. That's a lot to take in. And the Casio watch. You know the plastic watch. Wow. You know. Oh, the calculator. Yeah, calculator yeah. watch. I'm yeah. fine being secretary. It's <laughs> <laughs> wow! So, so there okay. we go. That we we've all described what. So I mean, it, it, I, you were in the lead, Pamela. <laughs> Thank you. But heavy weighs the crown, huh? Yeah, yeah. But the crop top did it for me in the Gregory Hines comparison. So I would say Chris is vice president, <laughs> and uh, Pamela, you would be secretary. Yay! And then John, I'm sorry, you can bury yourself in the finances <laughs> as our. I am Jack's complete lack of surprise. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah. So just sold it. Uh, so we've got this movie selection down. We've got our president. We've got our cabinet set up. So I'm actually going to hand it over to the secretary. All right. So I did have some old business going all the way back so long ago to our welcome episode. During that episode, we talked about animal movies. And as part of that, we talked about The Incredible Journey. After that, I kept thinking about it, and I was like, wait a minute, wasn't that movie called Homeward Bound? Mm. And so it turns out, I actually looked it up, there's actually the original Incredible Journey came out in 1963, and oh. that one, the dogs and cat had a different name, but the story was pretty much the same. The lab was named Luath, mm. the terrier was named Bodger, and the cat <laughs> was named Tal in the original interesting wow. and then in 1993 they remade it homeward bound with chance shadow and sassy oh. and the only thing they really changed in the plot was they added the subplot with the kids dealing with the step parent or whatever mm. um so anyway i just thought that was interesting and, and i had the secretary power that i decided to use it there you go nice. so, that's, that's what it's good for with that anybody want to just give our <laughs> listeners one last uh you know shout out of where they can listen to our podcast you can catch us on all kinds of things right we have tons of social media out there and we have tons of ways for you to listen so i'm gonna list them all off because i love nothing more than self-promotion and, and your own voice bitch. And <laughs> i swear people so, we actually do like each other we really do if this is your first episode and that's awesome and we really appreciate it you should go back and listen to the other two because the listen is a listen and you need to follow along because you never know we could refer to something in another episode and you don't want to be lost so please make sure that you go out and subscribe to get notifications every time we drop a new episode whether you listen to us on apple podcast or spotify or you go to anchor um, we're also on all kinds of fun podcast apps that you may not even be aware of like Castbox or google podcast overcast Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stritcher, which I didn't know we were on Stritcher. Did you know we were on Stritcher? Stitcher? Is that what it is? Is it Stitcher? Nah, we call it a Stritcher from now on. <laughs> we are on the Stritcher app. So we're on Stitcher Podcast as well. You can also follow us along at our website, themissingmovieclub.com. And it's Missing Movie Club. Don't put the vel in there. It's just missingmovieclub.com. Make sure they'll go. If you are following us along on your podcast app, hit the subscribe button. I promise you, you'll get notified within about 15 minutes of the episode getting uploaded. If you're up late at night and we pop the episode out around 2 a.m., you'll see it by about 2.30 and you can just, you know, Know, enjoy a late night watching a movie talking with all of us but also don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram as well and if video is more of your thing you can definitely check us out on youtube hit the play button and and listen to the fun that's there too and you know make sure on any of the platforms but just drop us a review drop us even if you really don't like us and you just want to call us names or if you want to ask us out or yep, that's you know there are there's just me this one single yeah everyone it, else it, is is yeah is we're partnered up for um but yeah just you just can ask me out if you want Oh! We've got a little bit of all right. All right. Drama. See see what happens when you become treasurer. (laughs) It's cursed. Yeah. How's it feel? I don't know. Am I going to be single now too? Yeah. Oh. So yeah. So just whatever your feelings are about the situation, just let us know you're out there. Just let us know if you appreciate it, you like it, what you don't like, even if it's just some criticism of what you'd like to change. Just let us know, please. It, It helps us just to make the podcast better and hopefully grow you know there is a bonus that we're not talking about too if you listen on spotify which is awesome or you listen on anchor uh usually we put up a fun little poll after each episode so if you want to get a little more interactive with us you can definitely uh check that out too and if you just want to do that
that, then download one of those two apps. Anchor is our home, and we love them so, so much. Again, we welcome you. I'm glad you came back, hopefully, and brought maybe some new members to the club. Um, but we appreciate every single one of you. I think we're going to call this meeting of the Missing Movie Club adjourned. I want pizza. <laughs> that does sound pretty good. I know. Garlic I just want bread. you to know, I just said they could ask me out because I like telling people no. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I see you at the meeting earlier today? You were in the back row, right? So did you come to check out the bulletin board? I'm trying to get things updated, get this old stuff off of here about the crow. Let's see, I need to put up this reminder to watch The Lemon Drop Kid starring Bob Hope before next month. Put this flyer together with all our social media on it. We've got Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and of course our website, missingmovieclub.com. Wait, what's this over here? tiny post-it note that says need to be told no call me pamela i'm just gonna take that one no oh, chris put up one of those sheets with pull tabs looking for members for a bergen fashion club he's starting hey i'll check it out you want one too okay here you go anyway i gotta get going but see you next meeting and thanks for coming again feel free to bring a friend bye